Welcome back to Copy Trader. And this week, as usual, I'm going to start with price action and let's go straight into price action. So, starting with Bitcoin again. Now, this is a chart of Bitcoin. And I want to start with a long term. Is it long term now? No, that's not the right word. I want to zoom out. Okay. And see what price action looks like in Bitcoin over a period of maybe uh, let's say the past 10 years well coinbase only has data up till 2015 so I'm gonna switch this to the log chart just to show that Bitcoin is in a consolidation I think I mentioned this last week so this here is this uptrend from 2015, topped in 2018, and then this downtrend that bottomed in 2019. And since then, the price action has just been within this channel. So it's very important to note that. For today, I want to focus on this small price action here. So I'm going to switch back to the linear chart and I'm going to clean up all these drawings I have on my screen. Take all of them away, switch back to linear and then zoom in on this. So this is what I want to look at. There is a, within this large consolidation, the price action has been in since 2018 price is now trapped within another range so here is this uptrend here from March 23rd so that uptrend hit resistance here at 10,000 and it retested again here and then on the 27th of July it broke out to the upside and then there's this new resistance level here at 11,900 and that was tested several times it actually broke out but it was slammed back down again on the 18th of August and then another test and then it pulled back to this same level 10,100 and it tested that support several times in this region here. So resistance at 10,100 became support at 10,100 in September. And since then, price has bounced, it has pulled back, retested that support, bounced again, and now it looks like it's going back down to retest this support here. So that's been the story of Bitcoin. Nothing exciting. We're just in one of those periods where we have to wait and wait and wait. But it still doesn't look good for Bitcoin. And this is the reason. It looks like Bitcoin is in a range, but it's also looking like a short-term downtrend. So this is a high. Okay, that high was at a price of 12,000, 
300 and that high formed a low at 11300 and then a lower high that's the keyword lower high at 11800 or 11900 thereabouts and then a lower low which took price down to the 10100 support level and then it formed another lower high and it tried to form a lower low but it didn't so it just bounced off that support and again it has formed a lower high so the question now is what's going to happen next is it going to bounce off this support again at 10,100 or is it going to form a lower low so that's where we are now the downtrend is a series of lower highs and lower lows and we have the lower highs and the lower lows so bitcoin is in a short term downtrend it remains to be seen what this is going to be is it going to form another lower low to continue the downtrend or is it going to bounce off the support if it bounces then we're going to have what traders who love chart patterns will call a descending triangle and this is that triangle we already have a triangle but it's going to be the third time it's going to test the bottom trend line of that triangle a descending triangle is a bearish pattern so there's so many signs pointing towards bearishness for Bitcoin and if I turn on the Ichimoku cloud indicator you'll notice that price is currently below the cloud so Bitcoin is bearish is it going to fall lower that's what we're waiting to see okay I'm gonna move on to the US dollar now the US dollar I spent a lot of time on the US dollar last week and it looks like what I was expecting is playing out exactly as I laid it out so this is the low here and price or the, the index this is not price the index formed a high which is higher than this previous high okay so that's good and then it formed a lower high and then from there it formed a higher high and last week we were somewhere around here so this is Friday Thursday Wednesday Tuesday Monday so last week we were here the index closed at 94.58 so what I was saying last week was if this is truly an uptrend we might see the index forming a lower high because if I turn on my Fibonacci retracement you will notice that the index began to pull back just as it hit the 23% Fibonacci retracement level before breaking out of the cloud so let's take this as a pullback to form a lower low I have drawn this white diagonal trend line 
okay so what I want to see here is I want to make sure that price or the index rather I've got too many lines on the screen and you take some of them away All right, what I want to see here is I want to see the index not form a low that is lower than this low so it shouldn't go below 93 now this is the range from the past three months okay this yellow lines the index is currently sitting on top of that range so that range has formed a support I should call it a channel and that's at 93.81 so the index can bounce off here to form another high Okay, which will make this high, lower high, sorry, low, high, higher low, higher high, higher low at 93.67, and higher high to break out of the cloud. Or it can pull in deeper, can pull in deeper here to this diagonal trend line we almost got there anyway somewhere down to this point and then bounce to form a higher high alternatively it can pull in below that trend line and then bounce to form a higher high that's what i'm expecting to see if this is truly an uptrend the index should not fall below 92.79 it falls below 92.79 I'm gonna get out of my long position so that's the US dollar index now gold if the US dollar is in an uptrend and the correlation between the US dollar and gold is currently very high at about 80% then I wouldn't be surprised to see gold falling lower now this is the GLD which tracks gold spot price very well and you'll see that gold itself is looking like it's in a downtrend well it wasn't a downtrend this is a triangle and that triangle broke out to the downside here so it tried to pull it tried to bounce and it's hitting resistance here so currently price is testing resistance at 178 is it going to break above resistance or is it going to pull back now if this correlation between the US dollar and gold continues to remain high I'm expecting gold to do the opposite of what the US dollar is going to do which is continue lower that's what I think is most likely but as a swing trader, all I'm looking at is my levels. I'm not trying to predict anything. If gold continues lower, then my first level is going to be here at 170. So I won't be surprised to see price come all the way down here. And then it might bounce. But 170 is a very weak support. The next reasonable support level is here at 164. 
and if 164 doesn't hold the next one is at 157 or 160 so in between 160 and 165 there is very strong support zone it's a very strong support zone there so i won't be surprised to see price falling now this is like a worst case scenario i'm not saying price is going down there but if it falls all the way down here this is the area where it might find support between 160 and 164 depends on how strong the uptrend in the dollar is which is looking like it might be a strong one all right moving on to the SPY I've got all my levels drawn here in the SPY the lowest level I have here is 270 and then 280 and then 320 and 338 so this week price tested 338 that's this candle here tested that candle and then on Friday there was a mini sell-off because of Trump's announcement that he was sick now as a technician it doesn't matter what the news event is the focus is on the chart so price there was a correction in price and it bounced off the 320 level which was within the cloud so that bounce took price back up to 339 retested that resistance level and this is currently a pullback in progress it's not much of a pullback but we have closed lower than the price on Thursday so what how do I approach this market now if this pullback continues then the first level is 320 down here this is exactly where most people bought the deep of this correction now what I would like to see is for this uptrend this bounce to continue higher and take out this high where this line is that's 343 we need to take out 343 so if we can turn around and continue higher then I know the uptrend has resumed and then the next target will be 360 here and then perform new uptime new all-time highs so for now we need to take out 343 take out this high right here that was the high on the 16th of September we need to take out that level if we cannot do that then we'll probably continue down retest the support at 320 if that doesn't hold the next level is 300 which is terrible because that's far below the cloud and that's probably going to be a full-fledged downtrend because this will be if that happens this will be a this is the 
high and this is a low then a lower high lower low lower high and then this will be a lower low that will take us to almost bear market territory because that will be about 20% correction now what am I expecting next week so that's going to take me to market breath that's the only way to try to see what is happening within the market itself so I'll start with the advanced decline line now looking at the advanced decline line this is the high from September right here and this is the low and then lower high lower low and price bounced back up but it did not take out this high and we can see the same in the advanced decline so this is the downtrend this is the high this is the low lower high lower low lower high lower low so if the market is going to recover and continue the uptrend then I would like to see this high taken out now this is the New York Stock Exchange it has failed to take out that high that doesn't mean it's gonna form a lower low but based on where we are right now we have not taken out this high so anything can still happen I only get excited when we take out this high and you can see the same trend in the Nasdaq this is the high low lower high lower low lower high lower low and it looks like we are forming a lower high because this high has not been taken out the downtrend is a series of lower highs it's a different story in the large caps okay this is the high low lower high lower low now we have equaled that high but it we did not take out that high so it's still not a full recovery this bounce still needs more momentum who knows maybe it's going to go lower next week mid caps are doing better which is surprising because mid caps have clearly taken out that high so this is the prior high and the advanced decline line has closed above that prior high in mid caps small caps similar to large caps the advanced decline line has equaled the prior high so we are at a very important point in the market it remains to be seen if the advanced decline line the cumulative advanced decline line will turn lower to form a lower low or it's going to close above the prior high now another measure of breath is the 200 day moving average this measure of breath is more positive now with the 200 day moving average i want to look at the percentage of stocks that have closed above that moving average across different groups so this is this high here in September I'm gonna to try to eyeball it and draw a line straight down 
right there. Okay, not very accurate, but it's okay. So you'll notice that in June, when we had this similar pullback or correction as this, almost the same amount of drawdown. This is the amount of decline in the percentage of stocks above the 200-day moving average. And this is that decline here. Not as bad as the June de decline. Okay, I'm going to clear all these drawings. Now, after that drawdown, stocks have resumed. A lot of them have recaptured their 200-day moving average. And I expect to see a recapture of the level back in September, that line. So currently, in the New York Stock Exchange, 54% of stocks are above their 200-day moving average. So we need to get back to a level above somewhere around 59, basically. 60. I want to see a level around 60, where that line is. The Nasdaq is not doing so well compared to the New York Stock Exchange. You can see this is that level in September from here. We still have a long way to go to recapture that level. If I move down to the large caps, the large caps has almost recaptured the level back in September. So this is September here. And large caps are almost there. So 63% of stocks in the S&P 500 are above the 200 day moving average. This is already a very good uh, breath. Okay, 63% is very good. In a bull market, you want to see around 50% of stocks above the 200 day moving average. So 50, 63 is okay. In mid caps, we're still far below the prior high. Prior high was something around 60. We're currently at 50%. Small caps are doing terribly. It's around 45. So when you look at it using this breath measure, the market is not doing too badly because across the New York Stock Exchange, the Nasdaq Exchange, large caps and mid caps, the majority of stocks are above their 200-day moving average. That's good. No complaints there. And then the last measure is to check the amount of stocks making new 52 week highs now if i look at my nasdaq sorry the new york stock exchange 30 stocks made new 52 week highs looking at the nasdaq 25 if i look at large caps this is interesting large caps nine stocks nine stocks made new 52 week highs despite that pullback on friday nine stocks made new 52 week highs which is pretty good for me nine stocks and no stock in the large caps made 52 week lows of course that's expected Looking at mid caps, 15 stocks made new 52 week highs. 17 stocks in the small caps. So if stocks are making new 52 week highs and 
The majority of stocks are above their 200-day moving average and more of them are capturing their 200-day moving average. And the cumulative advanced decline line is trying to recapture the prior high. That is overall positive for the market. So I think breath looks pretty healthy in the market. Now, for stock picks for this week, I want to find these stocks. This is what I love to do because I like stocks that have good momentum. These stocks that are making new 52-week highs in the large caps, mid caps, and small caps, I want to find them. So in order to find them, I am going to scan large caps, mid caps, and small caps. And I am going to scan for, uh, I'm going to scan for stocks that are making new 52 week highs. Okay, that's it. That's the basic criteria that I'm going to use. They have to make new 52 week highs. But I want to add some other criteria because if I add up all these stocks, I've got nine in large caps 15 in mid caps 17 in small caps that's already adding up to about that's over 30 that's too many so i want to narrow it down i'm going to add some extra criteria to narrow it down so if the two week highs i'm also going to scan for stocks that is this stocks that i'm scanning for making new 52 week highs they should also not their rsi 14 okay rsi 14 period should not have fallen below 40 over the past two months that's another criteria so I'm not looking for stocks that were oversold and then found new 52-week highs. No, I want stocks that have maintained their momentum. So RSI 14 period should not have fallen below 40 over the past 60 days. I'm also going to add another criteria. I want these stocks to be in a very no not very i want them to be in a strong uptrend and there's a way to search for that i want it to be in a strong uptrend that's another criteria then i want stocks that are in demand because technical analysis is basically supply and demand i want stocks that other traders want to buy or stocks that other traders are buying so i want the simple moving average of the daily volume over the past five days okay to be greater than two million that is the simple moving average over the past five days of the daily volume should be greater than two million 
that tells me that a lot of shares are being traded. So I've got one, two, three, four criteria there. And what other criteria? So RSI, that's momentum. Then I've got uptrend, I've got volume. I've also got 52 week highs. So using this criteria, I wrote some code and I scanned and I got this result. I'm gonna bring up the result. This is the result. I got six, one, two, three, four, five, six, six stocks. FedEx Corporation, Lena Corporation, that's home construction, DR Horton Incorporated, home construction, Builders First Source INC, building materials, Toll Brothers INC, home construction, and Target Corporation, broadline retailers. So you can see this is dominated by home construction. There's something about home construction that is still generating a lot of interest. And then I applied some, because I only need one stock. I want to find the very best. These are all great stocks. They're all forming new 52-week highs. They all have great momentum. They all have high volume, high trading volume, and they're all having strong uptrend. But I want to find the very best amongst them. So I applied some extra criteria and Lena Corporation turned out to be the best. So this is Lena Corporation. You can see it's in an uptrend clearly. Now, what else do I, do I want to see here? I also try to confirm what I used in my criteria. So I want to see outperformance. That's outperformance right there. I need to refresh this page. It's not working the way I want it to work. Okay, Linux Corporation, switch that to this. Yes, this is a template I want. I'm gonna make this the default template. Okay, that's done. So, Lena Corporation. The price is clearly moving up. I like that. I also checked the short-term momentum using the rate of change. Now you can see that momentum over the short term is beginning to turn upwards. That's this area here. It's just beginning to turn upwards. And that's after a, a period of very low rate of change. And that zero line is where the rate of change has turned around in the past, in July, in April, and back in 2019. I also check the uptrend. Now this is showing the, the strength of the uptrend. And there's a scale being used here from zero to 100. So anything between 80 and 100 is a strong uptrend. 
So Lena Corporation is currently at 95. So that is a very strong uptrend. I was looking for strong uptrends. I got a very strong uptrend. And if you look at the unbalanced volume, you can see that it's trending up. I like that. It's a lot of interest in this stock. So that's, those are some of the criteria I used in selecting which of these six stocks will be the stock for this week. I also looked at the relative strength and this is where Lena Corporation performed far better than all the others. It's industry, what's its industry again? That's home construction. It's currently in an uptrend. You can see that uptrend. Good. Lena Corporation is outperforming that industry. That's good. So the industry is in an uptrend. The stock is outperforming the industry. The industry, home construction, is outperforming the S&P 500. And Lena Corporation is outperforming the S&P 500. So whichever way you want to assess the stock, it is doing fantastically well. And then I tried to integrate some fundamental analysis to this stock again. And my goodness, it's a fantastic stock. So I switched from using Coifin because you have to do all the work yourself to using Simply Wall Street, which provides all the analysis I want to see with some fantastic visualizations. So they use what is called as snowflakes. So this is a snowflake for Lena Corporation. You can assess its value, future performance or growth, past performance, financial health, and dividends. So looking at this snowflake, the financial health of Lena Corporation is strong okay has very good financial health it is currently undervalued that was mind-blowing how can a stock with great momentum and a strong uptrend okay making new 52-week highs be undervalued in this market i was amazed so if you scroll down, you see all this, you see the risk analysis. One of the downsides to this stock is it has a high level of debt, which is not good, but this is a debt-based economy. Companies use a lot of debt in order to, you know, finance the operations of their organization. That's okay. Don't mind that. It's very volatile. That's not a problem. I'm okay with that. Significant insider selling over the past three months. I don't care about that. Now, let me look for the things I care about. I want to see that valuation. Now, using the discounted cash flow. The current price is $83. The fair value for this stock is $93. So, it is currently... 10% undervalued. I am surprised to see that. Very surprised. If you look at the PE ratio, 
its PE ratio is currently below the industry average and below the market. That's good. Use the peg ratio. Well, it doesn't do well in the peg ratio. You use the book ratio. It is also below the industry average. So using different metrics, this stock is undervalued. It makes it amazing. Future growth. Well, it's not really a growth stock. So I don't expect much there. See, this is a forecast of um, earnings. Earnings growth is below industry average market. Annual revenue, forecast annual revenue growth is also below the industry average and the market. That's all right. It's not a growth stock. Returns on equity, not good. Past performance was fantastic. Its past performance has been good. Quality earnings, profit margin is growing. You can see all that analysis here. Earnings trend has grown significantly by 25% per year over the past five years. Return on equity, not so good. Return on assets, that's okay. Financial health, this is how Simply Wall Street determines the financial health of the organization. So they compare the short-term assets over the short-term liabilities. The assets are greater than the liabilities. Long-term assets and liabilities are almost even, but liabilities are more. So overall, it's good. It has a lot of debt, but use debt to finance your operations. That's okay. So having looked at the fundamentals and the technicals, this is what um, what is referred to as a good company with a good stock. Now this is where you combine technical analysis with fundamental analysis. Fundamental analysis analyzes the company. Technical analysis analyzes the stock. There's a separation between a company and its stock. So Lena Corporation is a good company with a good stock. So I'm going to open a market, not market order. I'm going to open an order for Lena Corporation, L-E-N. $500. This is my virtual account. It's not real money. My portfolio has been doing fine. Take a look at this. Sunrun up 37% since the day I added it. I added the stock on the 31st of August. Darling Ingredients up 8%. Nike 6% up. Archer Daniel Midlands. Well, not doing too good. And the others, they're not doing too badly, but currently in a loss. That's okay. So, Lena Corporation is my stock pick for this week. So that's all for now. I'll see you next week.